Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the second executive edition of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I'm your host, Wildcat Dad. I'm Astro Zombie954. And today is Friday, March 11th. And we are here live on Twitch with our special guest, our man of the hour, Instinct Leader Spark. Say hello to the people. Hello, guys. How are you doing? So, Spark, on? how's how's the week been going? How uh, you've been streaming like crazy, like always, of course. So, how, yep. how's everything going? Uh, battles are going well. We've been having a fun time this season. It's nice not to have to worry about Elo this season. Just been running a bunch of spice, different teams, and uh, seeing what is uh, what possibilities are out there. You know, so it's it's nice to take a break from the normal for once. Yeah, and you are a huge fan of Ultra League, if I remember correctly. Yep, Ultra League is one of my favorite leagues. Um, you know, I I, I like Great League because there's so many mons you can use in it, but it is the most competitive out of all of them. But Ultra League, I feel like, is more of a grind because you got a lot more XLs, you got legendaries, um, stuff that you normally don't get to use on a daily basis. Like, whenever you, are you going to use a Garatina in a raid? You're not, you know? So that's why I like using these mons because you, you've raided them you, and stuff like that, right? So you might as well use them. <laughs> so this isn't actually part of the interview yet. I just am curious. So when XL first came along, were you a fan of Ultra League at the time already, or did you li- start liking Ultra after XLs? I, I liked it before uh, XLs. Um, I was running the uh, Home Slice Henry team at the time, which was uh, Gyarados, Lapras, Garatina, Altered. And that carried me through Legend in Season 8, Season 9, before XLs became big. And um, in Season 10, they kind of struggled just because there were so many XLs around. But um, the team uh, is still performs very well. I love that team. <laughs> Awesome. So we're going to hop in just to the interview and ask some basic Pokemon questions. Okay. Uh, you know, just to get to know you a little bit. So first off, what was your introduction to Pokemon in general? Oh, man. Well, um, I think it started off uh, for most people in my generation, my age. I started when I was uh, 10, uh, when the first game came out on the Game Boy. Um, I went with uh, Red, um, you know, it was my first game I played. And um, my brother had blue, so it was kind of funny, you know, that we were both always on the opposite ends of the spectrum. I like Charizard, he liked Blastoise, you know, and um, 
so it was kind of fun uh, playing with my brother back then. And um, yeah, I remember playing on the Game Boy, Super Game Boy. You had the old NES, uh, I mean, Super Nintendo system and you had the big cartridge thing, right? And you could play on the TV. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool playing on the big screen. But yeah. Cool. Uh, so did you play all the main series games through that point or have you kind of fallen in and out like a lot of people our age? I've fallen in and out. I think the last time I played was Diamond and Pearl, the original one. And then I didn't play again until X and Y, I think. Um, so and then I dropped one generation. It. That's only one missed. Well, one missed. And then I, I kind of went on and off, right, after that. You know, it was like I played it for a little bit, then I jumped back out. And then um, I didn't really get back into it until um, uh, Sun and Moon uh, was the next one I got into. Then, of course, Legend of Arceus. How, how do you like an Arceus? Uh Ar- Ar- Arceus, I, I really like it a lot. Um, I think it's uh, definitely a lot more uh, involved because I'm not really a gamer. Um, you know, I mean, I, I love playing Pokemon Go, but me having hand-eye coordination to have these joysticks in my hand to, to kind of dodge and move around, I'm like, this. I'm like, no, no, this is not what I do. I'm like, what happened to the Pokemon game where you could just toss a ball and catch stuff? You know, I'm like, oh my god. So it took me a while to learn it, but I, I like it. It is a lot of fun. Okay, I gotta ask, how many hours have you put into it? Uh, about eighty hours so far. Okay, so you're right there on par with me. I think I'm at eighty-five. Astro, yeah. have you have you are you still playing? Uh, yeah. Let's see. Last night I got to. I have to get. I have to catch a dusclops. Oh god! I hate okay, that. you're at that point. Yeah, in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just like I got my ass kicked in this like bubble thing. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or time distortion, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I was like, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna try and catch these things, <laughs> and I ended up catching like a Magnazone. I think I got a Magnazone, uh, uh, Alakazam, and a Mister Mime. I think Mister Mime out of there. Nice. Well, I, I, I remember how how scary the first time distortion can be because that thing just comes at you and they just start smacking you around. Yeah, yeah. So, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Astro, don't make the same mistake I did. After I caught my dust gloves, I thought I needed dust noir, and I was looking for a reaper cloth for like three days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, wait, I didn't need this the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's Writing so it down funny. Right it's bad. <laughs> cool. Don't waste three days looking for. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. I, I I'm enjoying it. I'm having it. I'm having fun with it. So yes. my wife doesn't come by and say, "What the hell are you playing?" <laughs> so Astro, I, I I realize I don't know if you can see the notes. I shared them on the screen so you could kind of read them. So I'll let you ask the next quick next question oh, since I, I didn't share notes I ahead of time. Here. I was letting okay. I was letting you go. Like I said, oh, I was just ahead. I'm right. I was riding sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obviously, you know, you're you got started here with with streaming so what what made you decide to like jump on twitch and start doing doing this live uh i it started off um with i really enjoyed battling and then um i can't remember who said hey have you checked out twitch before and um i was like no i haven't looked into twitch and everything else i was like i don't think i'm really like streamer material and then I started watching uh, FP Sticks, but then I really got into watching Alleging Tuna. Alleging Tuna was one of the uh, 
biggest influences in me becoming a, a streamer because I really enjoyed his content, how he interacted with the viewers and um, everything about the community, you know, and um, I got introduced to stream writers like that too. So I was like, this is kind of fun, you know? So um, after I would say maybe six months of watching stream, I joined in uh, January of last year um, and uh, no, December of 2020 was my first stream. Uh, so it's been a little over a year and a couple of months now, but um, yeah, that, that was my main uh, introduction to streaming. And um, I just, I wanted to, you know, expand on the community and help people out with battling because I felt like I had something to offer um, because I know that how um, emotional it, it can be battling sometimes. And yeah. I wanted to let people know that you're not the only ones going through it because I mean, I'm an emotional battler. It, I wear my emotions on my sleeves uh, and um, I really want to do well for the community and I want to show people that it's okay. You know, we all go through these struggles and um, we can overcome them together. Yeah, and that's one of the things that kind of drew me into your stream that night when we hopped on. And once again, random raid, who knew how awesome that could be? Was you were down, I think you were all the way down at like just sh over 2,500 at that point. Mm -hmm. And you could see in your head that you were frustrated with what was happening as far as battles go, but you were still very positive, very, okay, y'all, we got this, we can do this. So I know you're extremely positive. How do you keep that positivity up all the time? Um, it wasn't always like that, you know, believe it or not, you know, um, but um, it, 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 it uh, came to uh, basically starting to accept that, you know, we all can't be perfect, right, you know, and uh, that um, we have to do the best that we can and, um, you know, forgive ourselves for, like, any mistakes that we make, right, and um, I think that once I came to realize that after talking to a good friend, and um, I mean, I had like demons haunting me in my past about that because I was always critical of myself, no matter was Pokemon Go, work, uh, sports, I was always so competitive. And if I was not first place, I felt like I didn't deserve it. Um, you know, and it was un until the point when I talked to my one friend about what was going on. They're like, look, you're already a three-time legend. You've already done this. You, you're, you know your counts. You still help the community. People are still coming to you for help what else do you need? And um, it, it just finally, I finally broke down in, in tears talking about my childhood and how I was raised, right? And I think um, a lot of that came from, you know, finally letting go of all my past. But how do I stay positive now with battles and not let, you know, that stuff bother me anymore? I know that there's plenty of time. I know that I, you know, I've worked hard to get to the point where I'm at. I know I have friends in the community that support me. Um, you know, and I want to uh, show people that, hey, you know, we all have our struggles, right? And I've shared it with people on stream before on what I went through personally, because um, I don't want people to go through the pain that I felt, you know, at times, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I want people to know that it's okay. If you need help, you need to talk to somebody, I'm here. Yeah. So one thing I've, I've caught about your streams, and this is something that I absolutely enjoy, is you feature a certain Pokemon very prominently. Zap? Uh, <laughs> right there we go. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm assuming it's safe to say that's that's your favorite Pokemon then? Um, geez, uh, do we got earmuffs for Zap so he doesn't hear this? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Breaking news, y'all. Uh, no, no, Zap, Zap is uh, one of my favorites uh, just because, you know, again, it's a Team Instinct uh, mascot, you know. 
um, you know, and um, I cosplay as Spark. So I got this from my friend uh, who lived in Japan, and he uh, sent this over to me. So Zap is one of my favorites. Um, now, is he my number one? Uh, Zap, sorry, no. I mean, uh, Charizard is... A, Charizard is definitely my favorite, um, you know, going old school with it, you know, I mean, it, of course, Zap is Gen 1 as well, but um, I like Charizard just because, you know, it's the first one that when you first watch it, you think he's a dragon, right? You know, but he's not, you know. How is like, he not a dragon? Come on. <laughs> he brings fire, you know. I'm like, come on. Uh, but. No, I love Charizard just because, um, you know, of the design of it. You know, I thought it was a really awesome looking Pokemon growing up when I was 10, you know, and it's like, I just fell in love with it, you know. Um, and of course, Zapdos is right up there. You know, I love the design of Zapdos, you know, and how, you know, they got the detail and made all the spikes on it, you know, so it looks like real pointy, electric looking, you know. So I love the design of Zapdos. Um, and I think that's the one thing that drew me into Pokemon was like the design of the Pokemon them, themselves, in the er, especially in the early generations, right? Um, we won't and, talk about Generation Five, right? We'll just yeah, no, act no. like that one. <laughs> ice cream cones, ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say ice cream cone, trash bags. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, they 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 brought it back. The newer Gen Eight had some really good looking Pokemon, and I think I think even Legends Arceus, they're. They're a little funky, but I like them. Yeah. They look like Pokemon again. They look like Pokemon again, yep. And especially the uh, new generation that they're coming out with the, with the grass cat, you know, um, that, that looks pretty awesome. I like how they're doing those designs. But do we really need a, another water duck? Seriously, do we need another ducklet, you know, in the format? It's Fabio Luck. Fabio Lucklet. Fabio Lucklet. Fabio. Yeah, but Gen 1 is definitely the Pokemon looked like what they were supposed to look like. It was, it was, it was much, much more straightforward. So um, like you said, you, we've all kind of grown up with, with Pokemon, um, you know, from, I, I'm trying to think since the beginning for me, uh, <laughs> uh, shows my age, but uh, what is like, what was your favorite like childhood memory of of pokemon like is there like one thing that just sticks out in your brain man um i think the first time i saw you know besides playing the games right you know the, the very first big event was seeing pokemon the movie in theaters i mean that was huge i mean um just seeing that in theaters and i mean the just the uh, dynamics of the movie and um the the uh, how uh, amazing the graphics were back then too you know um and, and and the whole feel of the story right you know you talk about story and uh, animes and stuff like that and i think you know for a while the pokemon lost that type of feel you know in between mm -hmm. about the story and and how everything felt because it was a really emotional movie i mean when you're watching it as a kid you're like oh my god what's happening here you know right you know you know as a 10 year old you're like what the heck's happening here you know yeah um but yeah i mean i i loved it I thought it was awesome, you know, seeing it in theaters. Um, and then my next best memory was probably going to, uh, as far as like Pokemon Go, going to Go Fest in 2017. I know that was the disaster fest, but um, besides that, besides the, besides the game not working and it being hot outside, I met some amazing people there. Um, you know, um, you know, we had a great time together and. 
overall, Niantic did make up for it. I mean, as much as we talk bad about it sometimes about Niantic and the servers and stuff like that, we you have to realize that they didn't have to give us $150 in poke coins at the end. They didn't have to give us a free Lugia in our account. Uh, you know, um, so they tried their best to make it up to us. They like they're like, well, this was bad. We feel bad. You know, they couldn't reimburse us for all the travel and everything else, but um, they did what they could. And I mean, I appreciated that from them. Um, I felt bad for the people that were on stage that had to deliver the messages because I it just like you know it wasn't their fault um, because I work in IT and I'm like, oh, this is bad. I'm like, oh boy. But um, someone did not stress test the system before they were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I mean, overall though, we had a great. I had a great time just talking to people, walking around, and it's just the scenery there. You know, um, I think that's the great part about Pokemon Go. You get you get to meet people. Um, you get to interact with a uh, you know um, a whole group of people that you never met before, and I think it brings that community together, and I really do enjoy it. I think Pokemon Go has kind of reinvigorated the fire in me for Pokemon in a sense, you know, and got me back into it, you know, uh, f five years ago. <laughs> so, did you get to go to any of the other ones after the original one? I did. I went to the 2019 uh, Go Fest, and I was dressed as Spark in that one. At that one, so nice. um, that's. Uh, we'll actually get to some of the questions you have, uh, like the truth and the lie question. So I got some stuff there that that we will uh, talk about that. But um, you know, so the uh, 2019 one, I actually got tied up <laughs> in a tent because I wandered into the wrong tent. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, I wasn't looking at typical instinct player looking at my phone, catching stuff, right? And then I'm like, oh, it's a shiny Absol, and I'm looking up, I'm like. I'm in the Valor tent. Oh crap! Did you think they had glue? Did you think they had glue there for you or something? Or <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> So I didn't realize I was in the Valor tent. And as soon as I said I got a shiny apple in their tent, they tied me up in a chair. It's because nice. that's secretly where your heart heart is. Your heart is exactly. Valor. We're all Valor players at heart. <laughs> hey, you're a battler, isn't that what Valor is? Is battlers? Come on, battlers. Yeah, yep, yep, for sure. So. You mentioned that you kind of got back in love with Pokemon. Are you? Do you cover the other parts of the franchise as well? Are you into the TCG and the anime and things of that nature now? Well? Uh, I am into the anime. I watch the anime for the most part. Um, I, I have a, like a lot of them on DVD behind me here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get caught up on some of the stuff because I think I did miss some generations. I'm like, oh, I, I don't remember that story. Let me go back and watch it. Uh, but I am watching the new series uh, for um, Journeys, and I. People are saying, like, Journeys isn't that great, you know, this and that. And I'm like, I really enjoy Journeys. I love it. I, I love the throwback. I love the throwbacks. I love the, you know, the, the nostalgia of it. I also love the fact that um, we get to see Gary for the first time in, like, 10 years, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, which was kind of awesome. Um, and I think that if they do this right, I don't know if they're going to eventually transition away from Ash. But the theory is that they're going to make Go, like, the main character of the series eventually. You know, I so mean, he's, he's got he's he's to turn 16 at some point. No, you don't. <laughs> don't, you know, don't you know the actual anime? Here, here, here's dark, dark fan theories in the anime. The actual anime is Ash is in a coma the entire time. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I heard about that because one. Yeah. Heard the first time he ever got electrocuted by Pikachu, it put him into a coma. And the anime is just his brain's <laughs> way of dealing with being in a coma. Dark fan theories. <laughs> It, it makes sense why you didn't, didn't age, right? Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I did play the Pokemon card game, to get back to your question. Um, I did play that for a bit. Um, and 
the card game gets expensive, <laughs> especially now, um, with some of the cards that are out. Um, and I stopped playing after I got beat by somebody who was, uh, I think, 10 years old, and they were ranked, like, fourth in the world at our local store. I was like, yep, I am done. I'm 30-plus years old, and I got beat by a 10-year-old. I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Like, yeah, you're like a prodigy here. You you just, like, turn one kill me on something. I don't even know what you did. He he, he did a Mew discard stack where he does, like, a 1,000 damage per card and discard, and you're like... How did you discarded your entire thing? I thought I won by default, but all of a sudden I've lost now. Yeah, I've, I've lost those kind of matches before. And I'm like, I, I, I don't understand what actually happened. All I know is I didn't win anymore. Yeah, I was like, but I still enjoyed uh, collecting the cards, you know, just because of the artwork on them and some of the rare stuff that, you know, they're putting into some of these sets. Um, so I, I do still have my cards uh, in binders and stuff like that, just because I was like, you know what? I love the artwork, you know? I mean, the way they designed the cards, um, I think, you know, at first it was like, I was getting bored with Magic, so that's why I went back into Pokemon, because I wanted the you know, the nice artwork. And then I was like, ooh, Magic actually has some nice artwork now too, but yeah. So so let's yeah. transition over to talk a little bit more about streaming. and that Because, you know, that's, yeah. that's what we know you for now. First off, how often do you stream? I, I kind of know, but maybe the BTW listeners don't actually know how insane of a person you are. I mean, how often you stream? <laughs> uh, yeah, I streamed uh, all seven days of the week. Um, and sometimes I do take off if I feel exhausted because I do work of 40 hours a week as well as um, Saturday through Wednesday. But um, I normally get off work at 10 o'clock at night uh, some nights, and then I come on at 1030 and go to about 130 in the morning. Um, just because um, I love the community and I want to be there every night and have a presence in the community to help people with their battles. And uh, it's a way for me to unwind, you know, after a long day. Um, so, I mean, it's something I love doing. Um, and people are like, you're crazy streaming at 1030 at night. I was like, well, you got to think about it. You got people in California that are, you know, still awake. You got people you know, in Europe that are just waking up. And then you got people in Hawaii. So I was like, you know, it's just not the East Coast people, you know. So I was like, ah, it's, it's fun, you know. Um, so I really do enjoy, uh, streaming, so, uh, even if it's just for a few hours each night, um, I'd rather be on live every night than versus like, oh, just stream four days a week and, you know, not be available the other three. I feel called uh, out a little bit there for my, my twice a week streams. We did. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 1030 is late. And I'm like, man, that's, that's early. That's when Astro's waking up. What are you guys <laughs> that's when about? I wake up. <laughs> That's when all the that's when the kids and the wife are asleep. So it's my time to uh, actually do stuff. So for those that don't know, when we record, typically we record Monday nights. We start at like nine ish p.m. And if we are off the line phone by one a.m., we've done good typically. So yeah, your stream times are, are nothing. <laughs> and a lot of the BTW crowd, you'll find a lot of us are online and watching Twitch at that time. Yeah. So as you 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 know from Lyles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every day, Lyles is always up all times of night. So, yeah, it's kind of. I, I don't blame you. That's that's not a bad time in my opinion. You get the let you get the the late night crowd, and you kind of. Is it weird to say avoid some of the the bigger streamers? Um, that's one of the things that I looked at when I was streaming. I looked at like who were who was streaming at what time, right? Because um, again, my goal is to reach out to the community and um try to help them with their battling, right? And and try to, you know, have a fun environment. And um, if uh, my stream is really also more audience-based than other streams uh, when I'm a battler, 
because it's like I see people who just go in there and just battle, 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 and then that's it, they're done, right? Um, I wanted to be more interactive, talk about like what I did, ask the chat if they have any questions. And um, the thing is, though, for me, if I don't really have an audience in the chat, it's like, okay, well, I can't really be interactive in that point, right? Um, so it, I always love I always love interacting with people. That's my main goal on stream is to be interactive and have the uh, audience feel like they're a part of the stream, not just watching the stream. Which includes viewer battles. You do, you, I, you do viewer yep. battles every night, which is awesome. Yep. So, so obviously, I mean, there's people who who haven't started watching your stream. I know a lot, probably some of our listeners or whatever. Um, how would you how would you describe your stream? Like, how would you sell it to those people who aren't watching? Like, what's going to make them go? Man, I'm gonna go tune into this guy at 10:30 at night and watch him. Oh man! So, um, for people that don't know me, um, you know, I would say that my stream is really, you know, audience oriented. Uh, I want to help people in their battles uh, and show them that uh, there are, you know, what teams I'm using and have them help uh, practice against them. Right? If you guys need help practicing your teams, that's what I'm here for. Right? Um, you know, is to uh, help you with accounts, help you with getting live practice, live feedback, right? Um, so that way you can take that knowledge into your next matches later that night. So that way you got instant feedback, like, oh, wait a second, that's what I was doing wrong. Okay, now I can go ahead and do this and fix this in my matchups, right? Uh, my whole goal is to help people climb to the next level in their journey. Um, you know, my stream is basically, you know, there for the viewers, right? Um, People are like, well, why don't you just stream for yourself? I was like, well, I kind of do, but at the same time, I really am there for the community. You know, my main goal has always been the community and bringing people together. Uh, you know, and that doesn't just include PvP battles. We have a Discord where you guys can uh, go in there and ask for help in raids, right? We have a raid section. We have a, uh, we don't have much activity in our video game section, but if you guys want to post about the uh, Legend of Arceus game or any other video games you're playing, you know, that's what it's there for. We want to build a big Pokemon community that's more than just Pokemon Go. And um, I want to try to help people in their journey. That's my main goal. Yeah. So one thing I've noticed is the last couple of streams I've, I've tuned in, you've been doing the draw names out of a hat teams. Yep. So uh, yep, the hat battles. Yeah, right here. The hat battles. Exactly. So how, how, how large is that roster that you're picking from? Uh, for Ultra League, it's about 60 Pokemon. Whoa, that's yeah, a 60 huge Ultra League roster. Yep. Uh, Great League, I have 160. That's I think that's about where I'm at with Great League. So, yeah. yeah. But that's – Astro, you're a huge Ultra League battler. You're, you you have, what, 50 or so? Or do you even have that many? Uh, I think it's maybe in, like, the 30s or 40s. It's not – it's definitely not 60. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, a lot of them are actually, uh, and then here's the crazy thing, like some of them I have doubled of, right? So I have Charizard, right? I have two Charizards built for Ultra League, one with Dragon Breath, one with Wing Attack. Uh, you and need then a third I, to have Fire Spin. Come on, what, what are you slacking on here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but the, but the Dragon Breath and the, the Wing Attack, it does enough damage. Fire Spin doesn't generate enough uh, compared to those two, right? Yeah. So I figured, you know, you already have Blast Burn on it. it that's enough fire damage as is. Mm -hmm. Um and then the other one was that, you know, like Crest. I have two Crests, one with Moonblast and Grassnaut, and the other one with Future Sight and Moonblast. You know, so um, 
I like doubling up the, on the Pokemon, especially when they have legacy moves and building two of each, you know, if I can. I, I fully agree. And this is actually something we've talked about on the podcast before is anything that's, that's meta relevant that has multiple meta relevant moves, you should have multiple. I will tell you, I am actually looking to build a second. Um... Oh, crap. What's um, a second? A second yeah. one of those. Yeah, second one of those things that I actually did the other day. <laughs> uh, oh, second Great League Umbreon okay. for Psychic. Because I ran into a, 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 a tournament and I'm like, I really want Psychic, but I'm not going to waste two at least fa elite fasty or charge DMs here. I, I keep on trying to run the Umbreon Psychic one. I have one as well. And I'm like, what am I really going to use it for? Last Resort is just so good on Umbreon, you know? And exactly. I'm just like, I'm like, if I'm going to go Psychic, there are other Pokemon that have better Psychic moves out there you know, um, that you can hit with. So I, 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 I've always thought of, like, Umbreon as just a foul play last resort. I mean, yes, the psychic move is great to have on it to maybe throw people for a loop if they're trying to run, like, a Nidal Queen. Um, but at the same time, though, the foul plays still just add up against it, you know, because Umbreon is such a tank. It's like, you know, you got to weigh out, like, is it really worth having the psychic on it when uh, against the Nidal Queen when you could still use that last resort against something else, right? Um, yep. That's what I always try to weigh the differences on. Well, I was looking at, I really wanted Psychic for Obsidian Cup. Okay. Because, simply because I'm just so sick of Dragalgy being so popular in metas. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I want I wanted Psychic just to really piss off anyone using Dragalgy. But I just wasn't <laughs> going to invest to build a second one with Psychic for that for now. Gotcha, gotcha. Just to, just to chime in here. Uh, 52 for ultra league okay look at you you're, you're doing good and and my umbreon is a psychic umbreon so for ultra league i think you're better off with psychic for umbreon. correct i 110 agree with that i don't think last resort it's not in my opinion and and spark you can correct me if i'm wrong or whatever um i feel like you see more poison and fighting in ultra league than uh, you do in um in great league. league so it, it ends up i know it's turned battles for me mm -hmm. being able to throw the psychic and I, I i definitely agree with that now but in the past before there was a bunch of psychic and fighting in ultra league you have to remember there was a lot of mirror matches with umbreon mandibuzz uh and stuff like that other dark types right where that last resort was so key in winning those matchups you know, so that's yeah. why I'm like, I'm like a little has. It's like I think it is shifting more towards what you're saying now, but in the past seasons, like eight and nine, before ten happened, you had a lot more of those dark types where you would need the last resort. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair enough. I mean, I run I run a triple a triple dark team that actually I got from Home Place Henry. So, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I I got it from from Home Slice. So I saw it and I was like, man. I like that team, and then Astro likes a lot. Of, Astro likes a lot of home slice Henry's teams. Yeah, let's, let's be honest. Here. I do. I do. I run a lot of his teams, but with that one, uh, I think just towards the end of last season, I just switched out my Scrafty for Mandibuzz because I finally I finished the man a Mandibuzz, and that's what I'm working on now myself is Mandibuzz. I'm about sixty XLs away. It's fun. It is. It is a lot of fun, and it pisses people 
off. So you have a pretty large roster of Pokemon. What would you say is the spiciest Pokemon for Ultra League you have built? Uh, spiciest Ultra League Pokemon. Jeez. Um, I mean, we earlier today I was using a Breloom. <laughs> um, so that was pretty spicy. And, and then I have an Arcanine as well. So I don't know if Arcanine would be considered spice. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty spicy. It has uh, Flame Charge and Wild, uh, and Flame Thrower and Wild Charge on it. Is, um, it. is that what you're you're running on it? Yeah, Flame Thrower Wild Charge on that one. And I like this guy. There? We should have him on the show more often. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think there's one more. I have. I, I got a ton of spicy ones in here. Let's see here. Which other one was a good one? That. Hold on. I mean, Greninja, Greninja, I saw that from uh, the 64 Ninja, so I had to build that one. <laughs> the, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. yep, there's Astro's Arcanine that he has built as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, so here is, yep, there it is. There's my fire. So pop. beautiful. Oh, and he just casually flexes on you that it's a rank one rank Astro. One. The casual flex. Oh, I love it. Eight is eight is good. Eight is good. I'll be happy with rank eight. I was like, but that's always the rank one. I was like, I I had to make it. I was like, okay. (laughs) I I have the rank one Ferrothorn that I have yet to be able to build, and I will eventually move it. I build it up to the fifteen hundred cap, and it's just gonna sit there until I have all the XLs to get it up to, and then I'll run it in in Master or Ultra League. But that was that's probably the spiciest I even have. I I don't do enough ultra to to build spice. Like my quote unquote spice team I'm running right now for fun is Gallade, Typhlosion, Infernape. Infernape's pretty spicy. Oh, now you guys know we have a a channel. Your Spark Eyes name you've seen in our Discord. We're running some challenges this season. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of them is it only takes two. So you have to battle with two Pokemon, two cat Pokemon, and a level or a 10 CP Pokemon. I actually okay. won a battle today with the Galay Typhlosion and a 10 CP Pikachu. Oh, <laughs> oh it was perfect. I, I, the dude had to be throwing his phone when I caught a blast burn <laughs> on a 10 CP Pikachu. No, so if I do that challenge, I this is the 10, uh, 10 CP one I am going to use. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Let's see here if I can get it there. Oh, yeah, you must. Zero. Zero. Zero IV. <laughs> nice. Shiny wall of So I also noticed something on stream, and you, you didn't show it on your phone there. I noticed you're getting pretty close to a pretty big milestone. Uh, yeah, 10,000 wins. Yeah, um, getting close. It's, uh, as of today, um, we are now at 9,964 wins. So what's the plan for hitting 10,000? Are you going to, you got any celebration plans here? Um, I haven't thought about that yet, really. I mean, I know I want to do something for the channel. Um, you know, I, I don't know what we'll do yet, but, um, it's definitely coming up soon. So I figure it's going to be in the next couple of days. We'll definitely be hitting it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I, I, I haven't thought about it. I was like, man, that's crazy to think I we're almost at 10,000 victories, 20,000 battles overall. You know, we're about 800 battles away from that. Um, so still averaging around 52% win rate. Um, and that's, you know, re- that's actually really good across the entire GBL lifespan. Cause I know it took yeah. a lot of us early on, our win rates weren't that good. At least mine wasn't. So I think I'm right about the same thing about a 52 or so. So do you focus on win rate at all? Is that something you actually track over across the season or are you just mostly focused on your ELO? Um, I don't really focus on the win rate, but I mean, towards the end, I'm like, where am I at? Like, okay, if I'm around 54%, then I know that I have a chance of making legend, you know, because most of the time it takes you around 52.5% win rate to hit legend every season. So if you're around that win rate, you'll hit it by the end, usually depending on the, you know, how the ELO works out. Um, But yeah, I mean, overall, though, I just like looking at the numbers, seeing, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, I'm above what I did last season, you know. <laughs> but um, I don't try to focus on the win rate too much. So I got two things. Um, just hearing you talk, um, we have quite quite a few similarities here. Uh, when I started the the podcast, that was one of my main things um, was to create. Um, a community for people to learn to get better because obviously when it started like even now i'm the lesser of the three on 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 the show <laughs> like i hit veteran for the first time i think what season eight was it season eight i believe it was eight or nine eight or nine um and that was huge for me uh but you know they're hitting legend every every season now <laughs> hey let, let's be um, honest i didn't hit legend for the first time until season nine myself yeah so i re like that was the whole purpose of the podcast was to create something for people that they could listen to to get better and to put it in 
terms for beginners and you know all all different types of trainers but um one of the major things that we i decided and i really wanted was an anti like anti-negativity um it's not something that you know our discord tolerates we don't you know support people who you know have a tendency of you know trashing other players or things like that um and i noticed just from hearing you talk you seem to be kind of on on the same level as that um what made you decide and also like you sharing your stuff like if anyone who's listened to the podcast knows i'm an open book i will tell you i'll talk about pretty much anything that's going on in my life <laughs> i don't i don't feel the need to hide anything from our listeners because like it doesn't really make a difference um i want them to feel like they're part of the group so what made you decide when you started to stream like was that something you decided before you went into streaming or was it something that just kind of developed as you went i'm sorry what's the um, like, what's the, the like the whole like positive like being open oh yeah 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 okay things. gotcha yeah um so yeah i mean when i when i um went on stream i was like i'm going to be myself you know um i'm going to show people that what you know what i'm all about is you know about building a positive community you know because um even before uh streaming i was helping people out with battling you know like my friends and stuff like that i was helping people get into raids you know in our local area um and you know even before I started streaming, I hosted like anime clubs and stuff like that because I wanted people to feel welcome. Um, yeah, and, and I love interacting with people. So my whole goal was to, uh, when I started streaming, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be myself, show people that I really care about this community because I do. And um, I want people to feel welcome and know that they have a place to come um, when, uh, they need help, you know, or they just want to come by and just have a good time. Um, because I know that the bigger streamers out there and it's no offense to them because they're so big, right. You know, they don't have time for everybody. Um, you know, and sometimes they have Patreons where you have to pay $50 a month to get coaching or, you know, you have to be, you know, sub to this. Right. And, um, you know, my whole thing is that I want to be in a community where I can help people. You know, that's why I like that. You know, I'm, I'm still like a smaller streamer, right? You know, small, I can help everybody out when I can, you know, and I want to keep that going. Um, and even if I ever do grow to become like a bigger streamer, right? If that ever does happen, that's why I do channel points. I will never charge people anything for coaching. You know, um, I will have channel point redemptions where you guys can redeem for coaching sessions or uh, help you know if the list just grows way too big like you know i as a human being i only have so much time available right but yeah. at the same time though i want to make sure i help those who need help right you know and um and i want to try to make sure that i get everybody in there that i can well and speaking of that it, you actually kind of stepped in and saved our butts really big so we were having a tournament and it's a coach-based tournament sort of it's a team coach tournament thing and we had one of our coaches have a family emergency last minute and kind of had to drop out. And I just messaged Spark and I'm like, hey, wouldn't you be interested to do with this? And literally without hesitation, it was absolutely, let's go. And mm -hmm. I, I 
I have not been eavesdropping on your chat. I've seen how many times you guys have been actually in voice chat with your team and the care that you give to your team. I can tell you us other coaches probably aren't doing half as much as you have been. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, I apologize to the team for the past few days. I've been so busy with work. I haven't been able to drop in there to help with like the couple of rounds that they've just been in, but I plan to be in there again, like tomorrow and Sunday uh, to, you know, start reviewing stuff with them again. Um, you know, and I was like, sorry, guy, but I saw Village of Wolves was taking care of stuff while I was out, you know, with work. Um, yeah, and so. that's actually one of the reasons we designed the team, the competition the way it was, was every team had two coaches because we wanted yeah. everyone to have a chance to not feel like they were all over. Yeah, because if they got stuck with me alone, it would just be a bunch of people talking to each other. <laughs> I mean, my team pretty much got stuck with me. My, my co-captain's Fish, and we all know how good he is. I mean, uh, <laughs> so speaking speaking of busy schedules and stuff, so I, you said I have a tremendously busy schedule between work and family and, and the podcasts and stuff like that. Um, you obviously work, like you said, you know, 40 plus hours plus mm -hmm. the streaming every day. Um, how do you schedule, do you have like a schedule that you have to run by or like, how do you manage your time to make sure you fit everything in? <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty difficult <laughs> to be honest. I'm very fortunate to work from home. Uh, so, I mean, that kind of helps with getting some of the uh, stuff done around the house in between work, you know, um, so that I try to take advantage as much time as I have available at home while before streaming. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall though, it's, uh, I try to make sure that I balance everything out the best that I can. And, um, yeah, I just know that on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, I'm going to have no time from basically one o'clock until one thirty in the morning, you know, basically that's <laughs> because I start work at one and then I go streaming at 10 30. Right. So then I know that I don't get up to one thirty at night. Uh, after stream so i'm like yep so basically i sleep wake up in the morning get the stuff that i need to get done and then go to work <laughs> you know so <laughs> that that's a lot Oof. so one other thing i do know from watching your 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 streams is you actually are part of team rocket who all of us in the pvp community you know that's a pretty large organization how did you get involved with team rocket and actually become part of that organization um yeah that was a, it was a huge honor when i found out that um they wanted me to be a part of the team um I uh, talked to uh, Alleging Tuna at first. Uh, you know, I was watching their stream for several months, following a lot of their channels for at least six months to almost a year, I think it was, you know, before I uh, actually applied into the uh, team. Um, because I asked Tuna, I was like, hey, you know, I really like the team. I really like uh, the community, the atmosphere you guys have. It's really fun. Um, you know, I want to be a part of this. I want to, you know, grow the community and, you know, show you uh, you know help out with the battling aspect of it you know you you know i was like you do the raids and pocket monster max he does some battling he does stream raiders he does a wide variety of things um you know he's the longest running pokemon go streamer on twitch you know um and then we got thomas you know who does his uh cp incense races you know at night you know and it, he does a variety of things on stream and he's really cool and we got zeus who's walking in the morning he does live streams and I was like, uh, is there any way that I could be a part of your team? Because um, I really enjoy your guys' content and I hope I can add to it. Um, and, you know, they looked at my stuff, looked at my streams uh, and saw what I was about. They appreciate the passion that I had for it. Um, and then I got the uh, notice one day uh, from 
uh, Thomas and Pocket Monster Max uh, that I was a part of the team, and um, it, that was pretty cool. That's awesome. So we're, we're already running long. Shockingly, Sorry. that a BTW anything's running long. <laughs> uh, but we're going to hop over to viewer questions. We did have a few come in. Okay. Uh, if you have another question, y'all get them in the chat now. We're going to try to blast through these. Some guy named BTW Dino. I don't know who this idiot is, but um, <laughs> he did apologize for not being here tonight. He apparently forgot he was supposed to be in New York with family this weekend and then let us know after the fact. It's like, oh, crap, I screwed up. <laughs> it sounds right, though. He, he would it, forget that. He would absolutely forget that. Uh, we can trash him as much as we want. I think he's already got a chat now. But Wait, he asked, you guys what do is it your... to me when I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said, what is your long-term goal um, for streaming? was my long-term goal for streaming um i mean my long-term goal i mean i just uh, want to just continue streaming um no matter what as long as the community is enjoying what i have to offer you know and i'm still helping the community and i find that the content that i'm producing is helping the community out um i'll continue doing it you know um and i just want to be uh you know uh, available uh, as much as I can and uh, I mean I really don't have a long-term goal it's just like I, I just want to keep doing it because I enjoy it you know um, would it be uh, I mean we've made a affiliate of course we're already affiliate with uh, Twitch right but I mean is partner our goal you know not really you know but I mean it'd be kind of cool but not I mean I'm not focused on that if the numbers get there sure great but if not I'm here for the community I really don't you know care about making partner or anything like that um, but one of my goals is to for like uh, is uh, stream raiders. I do have one long term goal. Uh, is uh, stream raiders is a game we play on the side uh, on our stream, and I would definitely like to get the numbers up there to um, eventually get skins for the channel, right? Uh, because uh, for the uh, stream raiders, you need a certain amount of number of people placing on your boards and an average number of viewers in order to get skins designed for your channel. And the skins you can have them like I want to get uh, Zapdos inspired skins for my units that people can place on the board you know which i would think would be cool to kind of represent the channel and then when people see the, those little zapdoses on the board they'll be like hey who's uh you know unit is that and then it kind of helps promote the channel a little bit right um so i guess that's one long-term goal um but besides that uh, you know my main goal is always the community first that is awesome to hear is that that in there right there once again it just aligns so perfectly to the message of the BTW about always, you know, build the community, make sure it's great for everyone. So that's awesome. Uh, now I know you are loyal to team rocket. Are you looking to pick up additional sponsors or are you, are you, do you think you're going to be a one sponsor channel? Um, I have to ask uh, team rocket if I'm allowed to be a multiple, <laughs> you know, I'll, uh, sponsor. I'll talk to Sosa flow. I'll talk to Sosa flow. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be against it, you know, um, you know, being a multiple, sponsored channel you know um if it if it helps the community and it grows the, it grows the community more and brings people together of course you know um you know and i would be honored you know because it, you know it, it, you know for me i mean it's not the to, to have people that interested in having me a part of their team uh you know it means a lot um it it, it represents the hard work and the dedication that i've put into some of this stuff right um and i'm not looking for recognition or anything like that but it does when people come to me and say hey we re we appreciate it you guys don't under 
understand how much that means to me just because um again you know with the world that we live in you don't get that type of recognition with your jobs you don't get that type of recognition from other stuff right and you feel like you know you put a lot of work into something and you're like man i'm just going through the same thing it's like is it worth it you know um it, it's tough at times um and having you guys here and your support i mean it's been amazing i i really appreciate it you know um that you guys have um come by and support the channel as you have um because well, it, it's it, our and, pleasure we i have a good time watching your stream and it and i'm not just saying that because he's on here y'all as he can tell you i am at least two to three times a week i am stopping it on his streams just to give him crap while he's playing because it's just so fun because of how much he interacts with his chat. So if you aren't, we'll, we'll get over to his links and things later, but if you aren't following, don't leave this yet. But as soon as we're done here, go follow Spark. Absolutely someone worth following. Uh, we do have another viewer question from Casa de Kubone, who okay. is one of your, your coaching members here. And he did say that you were an awesome coach. So there you go. Uh, wants to know what is your your stardust stash? So I don't know if you've listened to a lot to the show. This is a kind of a running joke. I am a very rich man when it comes to stardust, and I like to rub it into Astro and Dino's face. So <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. let me see here. Um, yeah, uh, nothing in this pocket. <laughs> uh, hold on, I, I think I'm broke. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I I give them a hard time. I, I'm. I've consistently had over 6 million Stardust for about a year now. I'm, I'm at 149,000 right now. <laughs> but again, again though, I've, I have almost 200 and, uh, 160 plus another 60. So that's 220 plus then another 40 or 50 in Master League built. So I... So yeah, so I mean... <laughs> so I got like 270 mons you know triple move plus then i got my raid mons that are triple moved you know so uh, uh well, how many triple lyle's does say you have more stardust than him so you're doing better than than lyle's at least there you go yeah. i have uh no that's it that's the wrong one why can't i type in here i cannot type today how many tripping <laughs> i got 322 mons triple moved well you you are you're up in that john normus category so John Norman's another one of our Discord members. He he's the same way. He builds everything. He keeps no Stardust at all. Yeah, as soon as I get as he uses it. As soon as I get to five hundred thousand, I'm like, what mon can I build now? <laughs> See, I I take the same approach, but I just kind of act like six million is zero, and when I'm at six five, I'll build down to six, and then I stay at six again, and then that way, if I ever come up on a Sylph tournament, I can build without having to worry about it when I need to build mm, something. True. That is my whole thing. Uh, we also have Sunset Mode is asking, what has been your favorite moment streaming so far? Oh, favorite moment streaming. Jeez. Um, man. I, I think there was... Um, did I do that live? I think I did do that one live. Um, there was a time when I actually uh, played... Um, was it yeah no i did play caleb i played caleb live uh on pv in, in an actual battle on stream uh so during one during one of the sets it was during season three and um i actually ended up uh beating caleb on stream to uh and it was during my, one of my legend runs nice so, uh, i do remember that happening on stream yeah so that was kind of cool 
Um, and uh, besides that, I mean, there's been so many, many memorable moments. I mean, it, the stream, I mean, that's just too many to count. Um, just because uh, everybody that's been in there so interactive, it's been a lot of fun. We've had so many jokes, you know, in stream. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it's always been a great time. But I think that's one of the moments that stand out just because it was just a big name streamer that ended up, um, you know, winning against on stream at the time. And I'm like, um, that was huge. <laughs> okay, we've got one more question coming in. And he's typing it as I wait for it to come through. <laughs> oh, where did your catchphrase come from? Your zappity zap zap. How did that start? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the uh, zappity zap zap. <laughs> um, that uh, that was, um, it originally started because people were like, hey, you know, we had story time with Spark, you know, as a redemption. And then I had um, a redemption on stream called Get Zapitos on Screen, you know, because you know, Tuna has, like, get the micro block of, uh, you know, Gengar on screen, so it said get Zapdos on screen. Well, getting Zapdos on screen, people are like, well, hey, have Zapdos say something. Can we ask Zapdos a question? So I'm like, sure, you know, why not? You guys can ask Zapdos a question. And um, me being the person that I am, I have done uh, Anime Who's Line before, so I do improv at conventions. Okay. So I was like, okay, so how can we do this? You know, so they would ask a question, I would be like, Zap, 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 You know, and then I would translate it. You know, and that's awesome. And then of course Zapdos has emotions. If you talk about Articuno, he gets upset. You know, and you know that type of stuff. But yeah, that is awesome. So we do have one one final segment we kind of want to run through here. Uh, and this is a special segment just for our executive edition show. So if you guys didn't listen to the last one, you won't know what we're talking about, but it's an absolute awesome. And it's two truths and one lie part. So we'll, we'll keep the pressure off of spark first. We'll come to spark second, just so he doesn't have to reveal his lies out of the gate. So Astro, do you want to go first or second or first why, or third? Why am I, why do I always have to go first? I'll go second. You mean third? Cause okay. I, third. Yeah. Okay, so my two truths and a lie part here. I have qualified and won a Pokemon VGC Regionals. I have lost a foot race to Randall Cobb. I have won multiple ping pong tournaments. What's the lie? Oh, I'm going to say you have uh, won multiple ping pong tournaments. Astro? Uh, I'm going to go with Randall Cobb on this one. You are both wrong. So I lived in the dorm with Randall Cobb. Uh, huh. Know, knew him personally when we, he was in college. Uh, I, was gonna say, I thought you might have known him in school or something. So I was yeah, like, yeah. so uh, wife's still Facebook friends with him. Like, we, yes, actually, no, Randall. No, I cannot get you an autograph. No one dare ask. <laughs> uh, it's not, no. Um, I, one night we were all just joshing around the, the dorm and I was like, I bet I could get around this dorm once before you could three times. Of course, knowing I was never going to win that bet. So he went around five while my one happened just to show me up. So I have lost a foot race to Randall Cobb. Uh, and when I was in high school, I used to play ping pong competitively in, a, in the local area. So I've, I've been in a few different ping pong tournaments. I tried to get into VGC and 
for those that pe- think people that think battling is simple in the main series and it's all RPS and turn-based and it's so complex and there is so much to know, go watch Pokemon World sometimes and tell me if you can figure out what's actually happening all the time. So no, I am not a competitive VGC player as much as I wanted to be. Okay, Spark, let's hear your two two truths and a lie part. Okay, so in any order here, all right. Um, I've sold a blind man a newspaper and a deaf person a cell phone as a sales rep. I once bought, uh, I'm sorry, I once bought the Zoids anime DVD collection series that ended up costing me $1,100. And I've played on all three teams at one point in time in Pokemon Go. Your lie is all three teams. Aster, what do you got? Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the all three teams. That's like three thousand. Three thousand coins. A lot. It's actually twenty thousand coins to get oh, all three. There you go. What, what What's our lie? Are we right? Uh, yeah, you guys are actually right. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually uh, uh, only played on uh, Team Valor. I actually started off on Team Valor uh, at first, um, and my I switched. My original name was Kamina Dragneel back in the in the day, and then I switched to uh, Team Instinct. Um, now I almost did play on all three teams because I did have an alt, but it was kind of funny. I named it Lance Blue Paladin for Voltron, right? But I ended up making it an instinct account instead of a mystic account whenever. <laughs> so I always had all three teams, but I didn't. But um, yeah, I, I actually have sold a blind man, um, a, a, a newspaper subscription and a deaf person a cell phone. Um, because um, when I was going door to door as a sales rep for the Maryland Gazette, which is a local newspaper, um, I gave them my spiel, talked to the uh, person, and he's like, well, everything sounds great, but there's one issue. I'm blind. I'm like, oh. And then, you know, being mo- like the type of person I am, I'm very personal, right? So I looked like I, I saw what it was in his house. I saw pictures of his wife, you know, and I kind of smelled like cooking in there. So I was like, okay, well, if he's blind, you know, maybe he's not cooking, you know, hopefully not. Um, but, you know, so, and I was like 15 at the time, right? So um, I was like, well, you, you know, I see, you know, you're married. You know, is that picture, or you're, are you married? That's his, that's a picture of your wife on the wall. And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, why not sit down together, have a, you know, story like, uh, you know, she can read you the paper in the morning and you guys can have, you know, time together, you know, quality time. And, you know, so he bought the subscription based on the fact that I sold him on personal time, personal time with his wife. Um, All right, there's a real salesman. That, Yes. I and then they, that as a former salesman. And then the uh, deaf person's uh, the cell phone. Um, you know, I just uh, the deaf person uh, with the cell phone. I just was working at Radio Shack at the time, uh, and uh, I couldn't really understand what they were saying. So I pulled out my phone, put out pulled out the text, right, and uh, we were just typing on the screen. And I showed him my phone, and then he typed back, and I was like, okay. But Radio Shack was like, oh, you have to sell people phones. You know, they you know no matter what, you know they were kind of pressuring on that. So I was like, crap, how am I going to sell a, you know, a deaf person a cell phone, right? So at the time, I was like, well, we got unlimited text messaging, you know? And I was like, he needs to communicate with his family, you know, and he doesn't have a phone. And these are touchscreen phones, so this is easier to text on. So I told him on that, you know, based on, you know, the, you know how easy it was for us to communicate and for him to get unlimited texting. 
There you go. That your thing. So perfect. you know. Um, and yeah, an the, anime just seems like something here. you would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the anime one. This is the uh, DVDs back here. Um, those are the Zoids DVD back there behind the uh, the case. And oh, uh, come on, stay up there. <laughs> there we go. Coming back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the anime DVDs. I mean, I love Zoids. Zoids was one of my favorite series in the '90s, and I was like, I had to get it. You know. Okay, Astro. See if you can trick us. Let's see. Let's see if I can do this. All right. First one. I have five kids all under the age of 10. I was born in Canada. And I got drunk with Ozzy Osbourne. Go ahead, Spark. I know one truth already. So I'm going to say... You, um, you, uh, Canada one. Agreed, as Canada as well. You're correct. <laughs> I was like, I was like, the Ozzy Osbourne one it sounds so far out there. It's not like that was true. <laughs> Sorry, Lyle. I Canada, was... Canada wouldn't have you. Let's be honest here. I mean, uh... <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, that's that. I was I born and raised in south florida um i do have five kids under the age of 10 <laughs> which is insane um and uh actually it was i'm trying to think uh it was probably 15 15 years no 10 years 10 years ago uh went to Ozfest and I was working for Hot Topic at the time, and we got backstage passes, and oh. I got to hang out with one of my favorite, I guess, metal singers. I don't know, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we had like a like a whole little section for like the Hot Topic employees, and. Next thing you know, Ozzy comes out and he's just like, yeah, let's party and got <laughs> way too drunk, way too fast. <laughs> but nice. it was a memorable moment. Nice. I think at that point, I think that's a show, y'all. Yeah. Spark, right. it was awesome to have you on. Before we start wrapping up officially, tell everyone where they can find you. Right. Uh, so you guys can find me on Twitch. Um, my Twitch is Leader Spark 2 um, the reason it has Leader Spark 2 is because originally it got locked down my original account for Leader Spark. So, <laughs> so you can find me on uh, Twitch at Leader Spark 2 and on Twitter. Um, it's going to be what is my Twitter? <laughs> that is a good question. Um, uh, See, it's not just me. It's not yeah, just me. <laughs> no, it's not just you. Uh, it's, what is my Twitter? Let me pull it up here. Sorry, guys. Um, because I just completely drew a blank on that one. Uh, it's at leaders underscore spark at leader underscore spark for twit uh, for Twitter, and that is it, guys. I mean, and you guys can also go in uh, my channel and do exclamation mark Discord to join our Discord, and uh, that'll get you uh, in there as well. Discord's awesome place. A lot of nice people. Free to join Discord as well. So for those that may be apprehensive about using Discord, absolutely free to. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember it's free to join. I didn't. It's free. It's free. Yep. Yeah. Great. So I think at that point we're ready to wrap up. Before we do, we do want to take a moment and finish or thanks all of our Patreon supporters. 
Uh, if you want to support the show, you can for as little as $1 a month, which gains you access to our Discord. Astro will make sure there's show, links in the show note for that. Uh, we do want to fin- or special thanks to our Coach's Corner supporters. Clifford Mert, thanks friends 673, Eastwood, Mama Climbs, Hasui and Ryan, and Moshpit37. Our Patreon producers, King Flip, Kittens and High Five, and King Toms. Our Discord admins, Rhea683, Seagull, Fish on a Heater, Lyles Jeff111, or the third, and Miami Doc. Our executive producer, Matthew Breaker. You can follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. Follow us on Twitch, right where you're at. But for those who are listening later, twitch.tv slash BTWPVP. You can always email us at info at BTWPVP.com. Links for our merch store, <laughs> Patreon, and our friends over at Pallet Town PVP are in the show notes, as well as all of Spark's links. I'll make sure Astro does the good thing and puts those in there. Uh, if becoming a Patreon is not your thing, you can, of course, support us by simply following here on this platform on Twitch or leaving us a review in your favorite podcast platform, as well as subscribe over to us on YouTube. We really want a link. We only need like 12 more people to subscribe. It's not hard, y'all. <laughs> and if that's it i want to thank you for listening to this executive edition of the btw beginner to winner podcast i'm wildcat dad 17 and i'm astro zombie 954 oh am i supposed to say this uh, i'm letting spark sign off he has to tell oh, and, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. oh yeah and I'm <laughs> <just thinking laughs> Mark. <laughs> thank you guys for having me and thanks y'all and until next time good luck and get good you guys again i really appreciate it um it was a lot of fun um and uh I, this is the first time i've actually been interviewed on st- stream you know normally i'm the one doing the interviews you know so i'm like ah oh, this is kind of interesting so yeah this, it was a lot of fun so smart are you going back live tonight uh i am not it's uh 10 o'clock i'm actually going to call it an early night for myself um just because i gotta get up at 7 a.m tomorrow for work so i'm like yeah i think i'm just going to chill tonight uh since i already went live once earlier today hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.